Big grin come across your face. I was so happy. I was on, but I was kind of scared. I thought the truck was going to take me. I would ask for so much money that I had to put me on layaway. Lions, bangles, and bears. None of my guys scared. Chase rumbling. Any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry. I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money. I pray he leave with his health. Yeah. Uh, the physical and mental. The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions. Hey, we back with another episode for the love of the game. It's your host, Larry Will. Got a few guests on tonight. Um, I got a new guest on, man, the Don Juju, man. Uh, one of my partners, man. Uh, big time Miami Hurricane fan, man. Uh, they stuffed us in the locker this time, man. Juju, say what's up to the people, man. Man, what's up, y'all boys? It's Don Juju. Y'all follow me on Twitter at Don Juju. Y'all already know what it is. Uh, the most humblest Miami fan on the motherfucking app. I ain't gonna say it myself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, nigga, we stuffed y'all ass in the locker, boy. You already yeah. know it. Got to, uh, man. They on fire right now. Miami recruit, man. They recruiting. They taking off to a whole nother level right now, man. It's killing us. Um, been quite the beef online, man. And uh, the you know the Florida fans and the and the Miami fans, we've been we've been going at it for all for the last week and a half now on Twitter. So it, the shenanigans been elite on the timeline, man. The Twitter space has been elite. So the shit talking, man. I um I went on Bob to come on, man, so he can talk his shit too, man. But <laughs> but man, uh, Juju, man, what you think about Rashada, man? It, Y'all got another big time commit to him. Talk tell the people what Miami got going on, man, right now. Hey, man. I can't really speak on too much, you feel me? Because I don't want to spill no sauce. But like just know that we hired the best offensive line coach in the business for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's some big things that's gonna come to Miami. You know what I'm saying? Uh and Rashada for sure, big get. You know what I'm saying? Even with the Emory situation. Uh, Chris Ball told him what it is that we taking two. Even in like, and he already told him we taking you. And if Jaden come, then we taking two. You know what I'm saying? And Emory sat up there and he told Mario he ain't scared of no competition. So I ain't got no choice but to respect Emory. You know what I'm saying? So I like the dog that's coming with him. You feel me? Uh, and with Jaden, that brings a lot of recruits. And I think that's what the major part of not only his arm, just a future, you know what I'm saying? Once he gets his mechanics down pat, definitely go, could be a future star for college football. But for right now, as far as, far as recruiting-wise, that boy bringing in a bit-time, bit-name quarterback, you definitely going to bring in the receivers like Ray Ray. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to have a lot more athletes coming to pop just to play with the kids. I agree. So you think y'all get the offensive alignment from um, what's his name, Francis Mark? Well, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't really know the whole Francis thing. Um, but if it was my guess, you know, the boy is working. I know it's a four man race right now for Francis. Uh, us Tennessee, Tennessee got a lean right now because 
Yeah. Him and Nico was the best friends from the island. So, you know, they got that little whole kinship shit going on. Uh, us with Mario and Mirabal and Joe, especially Joe talking to him, got that poly connection. Mm-hmm. Um, then you got SC, you feel me, on the West Coast. And, you know, they poly connection strong anyways. Half, half the team, you know what I'm saying, from the islands. Right. So, and then the last team is Bama, but I wouldn't say that's the order. I'm just saying it's a four-man race. Like, and you know, Bama, Bama, you know, they always gonna be in contention for we we in the two. I thought, it was, I thought it was us, you guys, Tennessee, and um and Bama. Um, you I, I see like with UGA, that's the first time I hear UGA with Francis. No, 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 no Florida. Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, yeah, Florida, yeah. oh, Florida. Oh, yeah, that's the first. No, nah, for real, that's the first time you hear Francis with Florida, like no trolls. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we it been some smoke with us, but I think it was it was us, uh, you guys, Tennessee, and then I think Alabama. Uh, I know his parents from what we've been gathering. Uh, the parents love UF. Um, for his uh, the uh, culture wise, like small town college vibe, and um. And I know, but you know, they say he like Nico, they like Tennessee, and they like you guys. I think it's just—I uh, don't think Bama in. It. I think it's just us, you guys in Tennessee. Um, I know uh, USC was in it at one point in time, but they out the race now. Um, but I think it's just a three-man race between us, you, and Tennessee. By going to Tennessee though. See what's crazy is that's one pancake boy. But I wouldn't even talk about that pancake boy we was trying to bring. We trying to get the other one. You feel me? So like, that's the one I'm more confident in. Gotcha. That's the one I'm more confident in. Like, but it is what it is. So what you – my thing is, like, you know, Miami, man, they – uh, I don't know. There's a lot of energy right now behind y'all program, man. It's just hard, man. It's just hard to see that shit. But we were kind of talking before the free, before the show started, man, just how y'all think y'all just like like that, but then y'all going to go goddamn win sick games in the ACC. What's your expectation this year? What you think? Um... This game, boy, you really just snuck that in there, boy. You really funny about that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, for sure, uh, I think we're going nine to three. Uh, confidently going in the next season. So, um, y'all going to win the Coastal? Um, I don't know See? how the dominoes going to play. Hey, not, man. Not, not, not no funny, like, you know what I'm saying? It's You got to see how the dominoes fall, because depending on who I three losses is, depends on my answer. You feel me? Cause, oh, y'all going to be Florida State? Oh, for sure. Oh, oh for sure. Last year was a fluke. Oh, oh man. Fluke. That shit was no fluke. Fourth and 14. Nah, them four went down come the field. Come on, and that's the greatest thing that ever happened in Miami history in the last 10 years, bro. Think about it, bro. Fourth that's and 14. True. Fourth and 14. Turned into Mario stuffing Billy bags in the locker for a quarterback. <laughs> what y'all call G five Billy? Ah uh, man, that uh, nah man, Sun Belt Billy. You know what I'm saying? 
Nah, bro. Bro, what's up, man? What's up with y'all, though, man? Y'all trying to find him in before he get out of uh, before he coach a game, boy. Got the coach man. writing open letters. Shit looking good, real shaky in games, man. Man, yeah, open man. Letters. It, it, it ain't, man. From um, you know, in our group chat, man, we got on the Gator group chat, we got going on, <laughs> and um, it really like, man, we the 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 top boosters, bro. They don't want to spend that bread like that because they want something like they they treat it like it's business. They ain't operating like how you guys, Tennessee, you know, USC, Texas, and uh, Georgia, Alabama. They ain't operating like how you guys. They want to look at it like business. They don't want to invest on something, and they might not be shit. Which I get it, I understand. But bro, what's football like? Don't change so much. So now it's like, man, you got to play the game. If you ain't playing the game, these kids by getting paid, bro. You, for example, look at Cedric Baxter. Cedric Baxter. Baxter is now leading to Texas now. You know, I think we was leading that recruitment until, you know, said Arch Manor Arch, reached out to the man. Arch Pop. Yeah. 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 Said Arch reached out to the man, told him, man, man, come play with me. And, you know, they offered that, that, that money to him, that bag. So, Damn, y'all will leave him. I, I would, damn. I yeah. sure thought y'all was going to get him. For real, though. I thought so, too, man, because I really want to me. That, I race, ain't, that race ain't over yet. Don't, don't, that race is not over yet. Because you got to think about it, bro. <clears throat> if Texas go out this bitch and lose five games. Yeah, they early, them early commits going to goddamn all be that, All that momentum is gone. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? That's not a Cedric is not a kid you give up on. That's a kid that you fight to the to national signing day. You know what I'm saying? It's certain kids that you fight to national signing day. Francis is a kid that you fight to national signing day. Samson is another kid that you fight to national because it's, it's players that even if you got them boys committed in July, September, October, they can flip February. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Think, think like, about you. Think how y'all did UGA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would tell. Yeah, Kamari. Yeah, Kamari uh, was locked in. Told Kirby he was coming. That flip. You feel me? Like. Yeah. <laughs> it ha- it happens. Like certain kids, you got to recruit the whole process. You can't just give up. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think I'm gonna give up on Cedric. Right? But. I, my thing is like that's true, she but shit still ain't gonna hold that five and seven season. I think it's gonna have, but you know. Uh nah, I think we did it, AR go crazy, bro. It, AR go crazy. I think AR. Hey, hey bro, you yeah. know what's crazy? You know what I call this nigga AR, and I think I should like start fans like, like Anthony Davis, bro. Nah, you know how they do Anthony Davis. Yeah, you know they do Anthony Davis. Now they talk about Anthony Davis. Damn, Anthony Davis top five player in basketball. When he's healthy, <laughs> now they talk about AR. They mean Terry Clone. They mean nah, Terry Clone. They, they talk about a nigga AR. They be like AR, potentially top five athlete in college football. If he's healthy, when healthy, like, you know, when, they go, when healthy, like you know, they always had that. When healthy, he already got the injury book title on him, bro. So, like he this year, he has to like go the whole season without getting banged up. Like he gotta get that That's injury title off of him, especially if he's trying to go to the next level and play quarterback. Well, yeah, he did beat Florida State with one leg though. So that's something y'all. Is that what I'm saying? 
Florida State. Man, we spotted them niggas 21 points. Man. Everybody watch the game, but you know, we spotted them niggas 21 points in the first quarter. And the niggas ain't scoring. Hey, are you kidding me, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. Lost them. Sorry, yeah, nigga. It was the greatest loss. I told y'all about the greatest loss in my in history, though, man. Like, look what, look what we got. So you think Mario is not a good in-game coach, though, bro? See, but here's the thing, bro. Like, you know, and it comes at a certain point in time where every coach realizes that maybe this on-the-field shit's not working and maybe let me just start being a CEO. Who knows that this might be Mario for sure? It was like, damn, me calling them plays at Utah really proved to me that I can't coach big games. Maybe I should be a CEO. True. Hey, hey, did y'all know that Alabama lost Louisiana Tech? Yes. Did y'all know that? Yes. I'm we also lost to the niggas. Right, I'm watching it right now. We actually lost, hey. we lost to the niggas too. Hey, okay. Larry. This is hilarious. Hey, hey, you know what, Larry? Why y'all, like, especially you, why y'all, y'all <laughs> fed always saying somebody ain't no good in-game coaching? Yeah, hey, you said that about Kirby, nigga. You about a coach, man. Juju. But yes, dude, sir. was Kirby was Kirby a good in games coach when he first came to Georgia? Mm-mm. But you nah. said everybody, every team coach. Though. No, I ain't about, but that. your but your coach, nigga. But what about your no. coach, trash, nigga? I ain't say that. I ain't say that. I I, I know Billy. Trend, we 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 know Billy uh gonna have some struggles. We know that. No, I ain't no oh, yeah, a lot of struggles. See, you always have to do behind this shit. I ain't gonna, like Billy need a couple years. <laughs> Billy need a couple years, bro, because he got to build these relationships with because he yeah, had like, a power five weeks. school. You know what I'm saying, bro? Because he had a power five school now, bro. So he got to build because the people he was recruiting at UAL. Nah, was hey, nah, bro, so nah, he was we, a recruit in the first. Years, no, 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 no. That's two years is acceptable though. Bro, he was at Bama. Clem- I mean, Clemson though. But what I'm saying Ooh, is Napier. this, bro. When he was a- no, no, no. Napier last job. He was recruiting. When he was recruiting, he wasn't going to the kids' school and recruiting the best player out of school. Nah, he was nah. Four fifth best player on the team. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't getting them talks. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't getting them talks with the first, second player. Now he got that Florida logo behind him. Even though that shit weak as hell, it's stronger than UAL. He go talk to the second, third best player on the team. That shit weak as fuck. Probably still can't talk to the first one unless he start winning games. Uh, but Billy, yeah, yeah win game, man. Man, yeah, that shit, man. That y'all banking all that shit happened at Oregon, man. man Mario, man. Game. bro, bro, y'all niggas went below five hundred, bro. I don't want to talk to y'all. What are you talking about? <laughs> 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 what are we talking about? Even if we would have lost the bowl game, we wouldn't have went below five hundred. Like, what are we saying? <laughs> bro, y'all lost the FIU though. Bro, you bring up some old shit, bro. Y'all niggas lost to Georgia Southern, who didn't complete that. Uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? What are we talking about? <laughs> Jordan Southern, yeah. Hold on, 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 Talk to that, that's, 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 that
Uh, he he on Twitter too, man. Uh, but yeah, he a, he an Alabama fan, man. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, y'all don't I mean, see. I mean, I don't really, you know what I'm saying? I, I can fuck with Alabama because I know, like, ever since the integration of football, bro, it's just been, like, us and them and then, like, everybody else. Ah, oh, shit. With national you championships. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm um, just saying. I ain't I'm just saying. Hold on, me. Hold on. I'm the oldest on here, so I didn't grow. When I grew up, they weren't winning, so shit. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're fine, too, Roger. They're fine. They're fine? They're fine? Now, they've been running shit in the world. Bro, we used to be the laughing stock of the SEC, bro. I already know, so, bro. Wait, wait, I got a question. I got a question for the fans. Third question. So, like. I'm the only Florida AR. fan on here, bro. Uh, bro oh, Florida fan. Oh, after, yeah. after AR, what's next? Jack Miller? That's That's scary. That's the scary part. That, that's why being real, Jew, I'm a being real. That's why we paranoid. That's why the the uh the Rashada shit hurt. I know it. Like, only thing, only thing I say, man, we gotta post one of them boys, one of them five star quarterbacks on the bench right now, especially like with the uh the the kid from California. Uh, I need a name, Malachi Murphy or something like that. The boy from he at Texas, right? Oh, Malik Murphy. You don't. Yeah, Malik. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, you know he a statue, right? Hey man, I don't care. He, like, he looks like an athletic freak, but you know he he's not like yeah, he's a pocket pass, right? Yeah, like he just like and it's crazy because when I seen him, I'm like, is he a dual threat? I asked a Texas fan, is he a dual threat? They was like, no, he a pocket passer. I was like, what? I love my I love my dual threat quarterbacks though, you know. Yeah, that's what winning now, bro. I got the quarterback got to be more. Yeah, I um, but I mean that's the that's the paranoid part part about us that you know ain't we ain't got nothing, bro, nothing behind him. Um, that Jack Miller, he I wish he would have stayed his ass at Ohio State because. <laughs> That shit right there, bro. That shit food. And then, you know, a lot of Gator fans trying to make excuses for um for him right now. Um, I just don't I just don't see it see it going down like that. I see it happening. I mean, is that who y'all gonna be trotting out 24 when y'all play us? I hope so. Nah, I hope we have a five star quarterback starting starting um before you guys. So 24, but you know that's the game. I'm waiting. I can't wait to go to man. So that, that, you, know that, crazy, you know what's crazy this week? Like, and it was wild, but I was like, we argue with Florida fans, and Florida fans argue with Miami fans. Why don't we argue with Florida State fans? And we actually rivals with them. <laughs> like that's the that's the team we play year in, year out. We don't see y'all every four years, man. Yeah, I think we need to play y'all every other year though, to keep it a buck though. Yeah, bro, keep it, keep it like the rivalry alive. Cause, bro, y'all, y'all, y'all energy is like unmatched right now. That y'all talking cab money shit, talking about line that shit up right now. Y'all don't want to play us. I'm like, bro, y'all lost the dupe though. Like, come on, pipe down. <laughs> but I ain't trouble with it. About all the time I got right now. All right, man. I appreciate you, Oh, yeah, for sure. It was nice checking in with y'all boys. Y'all have a nice one, man. All right, bro. All right.
There ain't nobody on that motherfucker. Ain't no Florida fans in that bitch. Nah, they coming. Damn, man. You scared nigga need to tune in, nigga. Scared motherfucker. Hey, y'all George fan, boy. Good dog. What you what you mean? I ain't saying nothing about that. What you what you mean, Georgia fan? What what say that was just that? a little weak coming, man. Don't mind me. Right. Ah, damn, yeah. man. Like, we don't, we, we don't, are we good. We, we backfile the shit. They bring it to us. I just want no, to, no, y'all bring that shit to us. No, no, we don't. No, we don't say shit about them sorry alligators. I swear to God, I don't. It's, it's never mentioned. And I say shit back. I do not think about the motherfuckers, man. Y'all really do. No, we don't, Larry. Okay. Hey, they don't white, they don't white. Not me. No, it'd be, it be black. I ain't, ain't, not around the ones I don't, I'll be around now. They don't talk about the guy. But y'all don't like, not, yeah, because look who's like, come on, bro. The demo, your demographic is totally Especially when you be on Facebook, Zay, Zay, when we be on Facebook, right? Talk about your demographic. Talk about your your fan base. Oh, get up! Um, we can we can move forward, man. We can. Uh, I'm waiting on a couple other fans. Um, come through, man. Kick it with me, man. But um. Let me see what these guys do. Hey, hey, Roger, who's going to be our quarterback? Bro? She is this bitch right. on her ass. Hey, um, hey, hey, Brock, see that? Yeah, both of them. Brock with the first name, Brock with the last name. Yeah, Brock, yeah. I'm talking about the one with the first the, the name, Brock. We deep at we deep at a quarterback position. We just don't know the fucking start. So that it really shouldn't be no damn excuse at the quarterback. Oh, we got we got good backup. Who the backup? Bro. Who the starter? Stetson sorry ass, man. What you boy, what, what you call him say? Uh Mighty Mouse or some shit. <laughs> yeah, we got Stetson sorry back there again. But they said one thing about it. What'd you say, bro? I've been I've been reading I've been reading and I've been, you know, and I you know, they've been saying um at the like the little counts and shit, whatever the fuck they be doing. Um the pain Stetson- manny count. The yeah, they said they said Stetson went out there showed his ass, bro. Better than a lot of um elite. But AR, but AR showed his ass too, though. You know what I'm saying? AR was the best. I ain't saying that about that. Listen, it ain't you. See you knocking. You see that what I be talking about? You I ain't knocking. know not. You talking about that man? Answers was about our quarterback. He say nothing about Florida. He say shit. That man asked Terry, who you said, Georgia or Florida, bro? I said Georgia. Okay then. So, Larry, what the fuck <laughs> you about want to hit AR right now? God damn. He asked who, who, you, hey, who, who next up in line after AR, uh, Larry? Uh, um, nobody. Uh, that boy just, what's his name? Jalen? 
ain't Jack ain't Miller. Second string. Oh, Jack Miller. I'm gonna be honest, y'all. Uh, Alabama basketball quarterback. This my this my opinion, Larry. What I see and what I saw. I think he better than AR. Okay. It just did my, you know, way. Hey, hey man, you up. need to go look at the man in academy, passing academy, and how he's throwing that that mud from here to the new. You know what I'm saying? Damn, how far you throw that motherfucking all this shit? It is how you perform in in game. He do, I, bro. I, you based I, on I, a, a bad I, situation. That's you know, so good. Though. Gotta have with that pressure on your ass. That's di- that different. The arm kind of with that pressure on you. It matter, but it don't. It, it go both ways. Fifty fifty. So, Larry, Larry, why you? I don't know why you put so much thought in, bro. Like you put thought in uh, Emily Jones. <laughs> you put <laughs> thought in Cal Trash Can. Emily uh, Jones good, that, bro. Emily who? Emily Jones good. Emory is not good. How he not good? Emory, Emory, sorry. I mean, em- yeah. Larry thought, hey, Larry thought, boy, boy, boy. Well, Larry, when y'all first played that shit, you, you like, you had all the answers. Uh, you had all your questions answered. Hey, man, because, yeah, we had a coach that, that was checked in mentally, offensively-wise. But uh, defense, man, we if we would have got rid of Tar Grantham in twenty twenty, man. We're in a better situation. Uh, it's a blessing in the sky because Dan Muller didn't want to recruit anyway. But you know, yeah, that man, that man left y'all in the hole, man. They don't. Uh, he need play receiver. Man. Emily Emily Jones he play receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, and first of all, he do not get back. He lost. It don't matter. He lost. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he did. Lost. He did. But he 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 was a that nigga. Ain't do shit. He lost. It don't matter. He hey, lost. He had me scared, bro. Scared for what? Scared for what? What you mean? That that guy y'all up twenty four like three. Y'all was up twenty four. Goddamn three twenty one three. Some shit like that. And look how the how the game had changed, bro. That shit was a ball game. Bro. That shit was cute. <laughs> nigga lost, man. Hey, keep that same energy, bro. Stop lying. Yeah, I'm keeping fans, bro. bro. I, I get, I get credit when they do. Bro. I'm actually happy. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. They balled out again. Oh, you, yeah. They balled you, out again. No folks, eh? bro. Roger, fuck that. We, we, we <laughs> only, we only applaud winning and losing, right? Okay, we balled out again when they threw that goddamn ball. When two threw that ball, we balled out. We yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that's the only thing they think about. That's the only that was thing a good game, about, though. We lost. Game, we lost, though. We lost, bro. Yeah, I ain't get Florida no goddamn type of hell no, nah, hell no. Nah. Larry ain't that. I ain't get him, man. Fuck that. No. Fuck that. No. Fuck that shit. Yeah, hey, I got you now, Zay, because that's what they tell us. Y'all lost, though. Y'all lost. Y'all lost, though. Y'all lost, though. Y'all lost, though. Tell you, bro. Yeah, you ain't lying. Fuck we got to get no credit, though. No, yeah, get no credit for goddamn that. You got a point. Damn right. Y'all lost, though. Y'all lost. That's what they gonna say. Y'all lost. It don't matter. Y'all lost. I'm telling you what they gonna say, bro. This shit winning and losing, bro. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Hell, uh, goddamn, goddamn, uh, what is school called? Shit, that Florida, uh, struggling against, I forgot what they call. Townsend or some shit like that. 
Sam, yeah, them four, four yeah. had already checked out then, bro. They really wasn't even in it no more. Yeah, I told yeah. him, bro. Like, come they on. They checked out. Larry, 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 Larry. I I, that that locker room was gone but, after that, bro. Well, they, that exactly. care of Been gone. They weren't clicking, bro. They weren't clicking, bro. Bro, we ain't finna go out here struggling anything. We still gonna have a business, bro. Y'all still have a business. Okay, so what about the what about the year y'all played Texas? Y'all went and laid down. That Who nice. Texas? Yeah, that was bro. a bold thing. That, that was a bold thing. It's still a game, bro. It's still a I game. I mean, we lost. Hey, we lost. It is. We lost. Yeah, we what I'm saying is, they play against Townsend, bro. It's Texas. It's Townsend. First of all, we get a rematch. Until we beat the fuck out of sucker. They don't give a fuck who over there, nigga. Vietnam. At the end of the day, you got to play the game, bro. What about the year y'all played Nickel Nick State? Nickel State, we beat them, Yeah. We beat them, nigga. They were getting in But y'all worried, though. Oh, but hold on. Bro, I just watched y'all look at Louisiana Tech. Y'all lost. See what I'm saying? It's different. Oh, yeah, y'all remember that. Okay. <laughs> you remember that shit. I'm going to let that go, though. And uh, Larry don't lost to Georgia Southern or some shit like that. Y'all yeah, lost to Georgia Southern. We ain't lost nobody. We ain't lose no motherfucking Georgia Southern. Yeah, oh, that, my bad. My bad. Y'all, they bought me tired. Yeah, y'all was. Yeah, 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 Georgia State don't want to beat y'all the first year they played y'all. Yeah, they had y'all yeah. 14, 14 Georgia State. See, y'all beat, I think y'all beat on 20, 28, or 35, or 21, some shit like that. They had y'all had three quarters. What you yeah. I, can't think, I can't think that far back, Roger. Yeah, bro. I know I know it all, bro. Hey, yeah. yeah. I remember I that. Won. Yeah, y'all won now. Hell yeah, we're close as fuck. Cause Sabre got mad as a boy. That he was that on fire. That nigga got mad, boy. That nigga be get mad. Yeah, yeah. Who the fuck lied to Joy State? It was Auburn. Who who, who, who lied to Joy State this year? Auburn and Lou, Tennessee. Nah, that was Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, y'all yeah. think Tennessee gonna do some shit? Fuck out of here. Tennessee nah, good, good though. They just gotta. <laughs> they they leave their defense on the field too long. Bro, that should have killed, but that that should have killed a defense, boy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Expect that hurry up. No they ain't got no depth. You're right. They ain't got no depth like that, bro. The defense not even good like that. Hey, nigga, Georgia, it ain't gonna be too many subs in this year. Why then? Crazy hell. That means you don't know. Right, we gonna see. Oh yeah, that. Uh, hey, 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 Roger, he don't know our team. That's all. Yeah, he don't know our team. Crazy you don't know your team, nigga. Yes, the fuck crazy I do. Head. I know the nigga like back of my fucking head. Yeah, exactly. Nigga, I'm telling you, bro. Y'all don't know the team, bro. Look, we <laughs> lost a lot of guys. We did, but I'm telling you, then why you recruit? And this is why the other guys was already playing. Hey, Zay, so so how good your defense gonna be from a scale? Yeah, they gonna be they gonna be pretty good. Listen, from scale one to ten, one to ten. How good your O line gonna be, nigga? Hold on, let me t- let me say something about you. Let me oh, tell yeah, you something. Sure. Let me tell you something, Terry. Hey, like you know how Bama lose six, seven players in the defense. You know who they had a backup? That's that that's, that they don't lose a step, bro. So that's what we did. We don't okay. lose no step. Y'all just like okay. it, like it's the we same thing. It still be on a, a eight to a ten, damn little ten. Like y'all, I know lose. your defense gonna be good. Y'all, y'all, it's y'all, just might, not be the y'all same. okay? Check this out. Y'all lose, uh, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna lose, uh, Anderson. What his name? Anderson is somebody else next next year, right? What yeah. one of the motherfuckers? Somebody else step up. Like y'all, yeah, the other little nigga, 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 nigga,
It ain't no, it ain't no losing. You, you, you reload. It ain't no rebuilding. You reload. Like then you gotta realize we didn't even have Adam Anderson, Tyree Smith. We ain't even had them niggas over there playing. You know what I'm saying, man? man. We had, we had um, and as he came in and took, bring and sit that nigga to goddamn. Send that nigga, send that nigga to the house. <laughs> man, we did come, bro. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, man. We deep like a month. Y'all just don't know our team. I know yeah, all you deep, guys. Bro. We can play, bro. But like, like, Alabama it, deep, Florida ain't deep, but we deep. Florida Alabama ain't deep like that. Florida trying, yeah, they nah. trying to get up there. Man, listen, man, check this out. We got Jonathan, man. Jonathan in in the uh, in the on the show, man. What's going on, Jonathan? We talking about Jonathan, man. We talking about uh, right now. Georgia think they gonna basically reload. They basically thinking they y'all right there, or y'all on they on y'all level. level? How, how, what how, you mean? How, hold on, hold Georgia. on, guys. Hold Good. on, Jonathan. Good. Jonathan, he's yeah. an Alabama fan. You know, Jonathan been on the show. Oh, okay. So, Jonathan, you do you think that defense from Georgia is going to be the same as it was last year? No, 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 don't no. say that, Larry. Don't, don't, don't say that. Don't, don't, Man, put don't, that don't, shit don't say that. Don't say that. Exactly. Don't say it that way. Nah, see, see. Why not? We gonna answer, man. Let us answer, bro. So, so let me say this. So, I'm assuming if I'm a Georgia fan, if I'm from that perspective, what I'm thinking is there's going to be a drop off because there's no way to keep in us, you know, that good of a level, right? Historic level. Right. Right, uh, right, right, right. Now, I don't think the drop off is going to be as much as what people think because the depth behind saying, behind those guys. I mean, a lot of the starters this year actually played a lot last year. Uh, I think I think if any if there's going to be a weakness on Georgia's defense, it's going to be the inexperience at linebacker because you lost three of them. Thank but I mean, you. but when you look at the talent that was behind them, I mean, it's not going to be something crazy like a huge drop off, in my opinion. Uh, you know, You're real. You're... Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it for that up. Because you, but we you know we're gonna look like the eighty-five best in Florida. I know that. Goddamn answer. For, uh, yeah, I, I fuck with you. I, I've been fucking with you, so you know. From the last, yeah, I like, I like you know, that. Keep bro. it real, bro. Keep it real. Yeah, you know, it just I mean, comes down to Kirby Smart's been recruiting the defense, like top three in the nation, especially on the defensive side now for what? Four years straight easily on the defensive side? I mean, you got players back there. Now, you know, are you going to have, like I said, a historic defense like last year? I don't think anybody, anybody realistically thinks that. No, uh, hell no. You know, I no, do no. So, Jonathan, Jonathan, yeah. I'm glad you said that. I want to ask you this. We're going to get messy on this one. Jonathan, do yeah. you think that defense last year was better than that 2009 or even the 2011 Bama team? Oh, easily. It's not even close. Uh, you think? Yeah. 15 NFL players drafted. What? Yeah, six, nigga. Seven, yeah, nigga. Come on, Jonathan. In the Come first on, round. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So I'm, I'm being realistic here. Like, I don't think it's, there's ever been six players draft or five players drafted in the first round, all defensive side. I, I believe that was a first as well, along t- on top of the 15 total. Uh, when you when you talk about like, dude, I mean, if you want to compare it to any defense, I want to say that 20, 2011 would be the closest you could have. But when you're talking about the amount of depth, bro, on that defensive line for Georgia, I get it. Our 2011 had depth. It, it was ridiculous, but when you talk about it was dude, you you had third string guys that would start on most teams. 
it, realistically, that's what you're looking at. Jordan Davis was an anomaly, in my opinion. He was going to succeed no matter what in that defense because you're surrounded on both edges. All three linebackers drafted. Dude, you had, like, backups going in this draft in the second round. When does that ever happen? It rarely. Uh, it, it never happened to Floyd. I don't think. Hey, I, I mean, I let, me, don't. Let, me, let me tell you something, Larry. Our third, like, he didn't even poke at Channing Tindall. He wasn't even a yep. top name like that. Exactly. On our team. And look what, look what he got drafted in, man. Yeah. He's very yeah. good. On, he's very good. He's I very good. He, he's very like good. third, like the third man on our, you know. Shit, I, come on. It was like I mean, it was way. Go ahead. I, I made the argument uh, a while back. I was on a, as I was a guest on Coach One Sports, and I made the argument. I possibly think depth wise, top to bottom, that has to be considered one of the best defenses of all time in college football. Uh, top two, at least. Because the depth, I'm telling you right now, you're going to, when you see five players drafted in the first, say six players drafted in the first two rounds of this upcoming draft, I think it's going to bypass anything anybody's ever done already, more than what it already has. And that's coming back to last year's class rolling into this year. You know what I mean? So it, I don't know. Like it's, I said it last year. That's why I, as an Alabama fan, came out and said, Georgia's winning the SEC. Now they didn't win the SEC championship game like I, I called. That's because they didn't play Georgia football for some stupid reason, didn't blitz. But right. and I picked Oklahoma to face Georgia in the national championship, Oklahoma to win it. But I thought Spencer Rattler, I bought into that stupid ass hype that Spencer Rattler was rolling on. But I mean, <laughs> when, you look, when you look at what Georgia's doing, it, it's crazy, man. No, I do. I think it's Alabama's year this year with Will Anderson, Dallas Turner, you know what I mean? Uh, Kool Aid and all those guys. I, I do because, you yeah. know, we waited yeah. our turn in developing these guys. Uh, but when you're talking about as far as a drop off, I think Georgia is going to take the East, and it's—I'll be honest with you, man—I don't think it's going to be that close. And I, hold I, on, Larry. Let me say that. Hold on, let me say that, Larry. You remember last year we was on, uh, we was out in on uh, Buckhead at that spot, the furniture place, and I sat in the car and talked to you and whoever that dude I—I I got you know won the money from before yeah. the season before the season started. I said, Larry, they was talking about y'all ain't gonna do this, y'all. I said, Larry, we are too fucking deep on defense, yes. man. You don't know our team, bro. We deep. Y'all ain't gonna, y'all ain't gonna do that, man. Y'all ain't gonna. And what happened? I told you. I said, Larry, you, we too deep. When you deep, when you got dealt like that, you're not uh, gonna lose, bro. Give a damn who you are. I'm, I'm hey, a soldier. Hey, man, can we, can we, uh, start with the Astro shit, the Astro championship, bro? It's <laughs> just part of the game, bro. And I'm tired of hearing that shit, dog. You either gonna win or you gonna lose, bro. Yeah, is okay. We were also talking about this too, <laughs> uh, uh, in our group chat. Uh, the Ringo situation. We're talking about Kelly Ringo. He was yeah. getting burnt. Y'all, Jameis Wee would torture him in that national championship. Who he did torch, Larry? Who he did torch? Jameis no, Williams torched everybody last year. To, to be, I mean, he he's one everybody. Of the fastest guy. Yeah, he's one of the fastest guys. Hey, hey, uh, but Jonathan, can we can we be fair though? He uh, Ringo started. This is his first time start. He came off a, 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 a shoulder injury. I'm not trying to make excuses, but what I'm saying is his first time start. And then you know that that type of elite talent, bro. That speed, bro. I mean, shit. It looked like we playing zone out there. I don't know what the hell we playing out there. All right, you guys remember the Alabama Ohio State national championship, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. that Ohio State defense was actually pretty good. But here's the deal. When you have elite talent at every level on an offense, something's going to be exposed at some point on the defense. 
Even with Georgia, Georgia's offense, Stetson Bennett's not – he's not an elite talent. But when you're surrounded by everything, you know what I mean? Something's going to get exposed to make that better than what it probably is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's my thought process behind that. So. Damn, so, man. You smart as fuck. You know what you Judge, what, what, what you think about Stetson Bennett now? What you, what you think about Hold on, him? hold on. But what I want to finish is, Jonathan. Okay. Yeah, dude. What's up, Tim? And what's up, Smoke? What's going on, guys? What's going um, on? Hey, hey. Florida fan, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Could be. Hey. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, uh, Tim, I mean, Jonathan, do you think it don't is it? Do you think if um, Williams never got hurt, do you think it would have been a different game? No. Georgia plays. Georgia went back to playing their defense. See, here's the problem with, with yeah. Alabama's fan thought process on this. They think that if Jamison Williams doesn't get hurt, John Metchie doesn't get hurt, nothing changes. Well, what changed, it wasn't the change in Jamison Williams being in the game. What changed is Georgia decided to play defense. They actually brought a blitz, and they stopped positioning their linebackers to go inside the slot players. When they did that in the SEC championship game, Kirby just he tried to get too damn smart, and it bit him in the ass. True, true. So, and uh, when you look at the national championship game, whether it's Jamison Williams or whoever else, now are they going to stop him completely? Absolutely not. We know that would most likely not happen. But you know what I mean? You're still not stopping Georgia from scoring. The, uh, James Williams had nothing to do with that. John Metchie III had nothing to do with that. Stetson Bennett did what he needed to do, which was not turn over the ball, doing Stetson Bennett dumb shit like he did in the SEC championship game and throwing the ball up. You know what I mean? When he's being run down, knowing he's not that type of player. And Kirby just needed him to be what he is. Kind of like he do that shit this year whooping his ass. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like I compare him to AJ McCarron in Alabama. Like you're not gonna expect you didn't expect AJ McCarron to do miraculous things. He's not a Patrick Mahomes. So don't oh, yeah. don't start acting like that shit. Oh no, AJ McCarron got a better than him. I mean, yeah, no, I, I agree he's a little bit better, but I mean AJ McCarron. I get what you're day, saying though. I get what you're saying. He did his job. He did though. He did his job. Hey, hey, Jonathan, and then you know. I, I go back and look at when y'all played uh, LSU. Y'all had a close yeah. call to give them. And I think Auburn and one more team, even Florida. So I think you had you you was uh, you was had all your receivers, uh, yeah. a couple of those games. But, you know, they were close calls. So Yeah. yeah. And then, like, two of those games, Jameis didn't do, you know, he do all, you know, all that. So I think against LSU. And so, so what I'm saying is why when they played – when y'all play LSU, you know, you barely won. But against us, oh, they, yo, oh, they was out. They supposed to beat us. Like, damn. Like, I, 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 I don't I don't get it. Like, damn. Just because <laughs> you beat us in the SEC title, oh, you, you should have beat – you got to beat us again. Like, well, just because they played or didn't play, that don't mean you would have won, Larry. Like, that's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Crab ass. <laughs> what's the hardest thing to do in college football is to beat somebody twice in the same Twice, season. exactly. Yeah. Right. Like it's damn near impossible. I don't care what team. Yeah, but you got. hey, I do want to say this. I get what y'all, what you said, Jonathan. But <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, it it, it didn't help. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you that right help. there. <laughs> Look, Kurt, if Kirby, I keep go back and watch the film, man. Like, if you blitz, how are you gonna let Bryce Young sit in the pocket? That right. makes no damn sense. The one weakness he's had is right. what. He was under 30% when being blitzed and on the run. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you blitz him and push him outside the pocket? 
that's when, I, like I said, Kirby Smart tried to play mind games with Nick Saban, tried to outsmart his ass, thinking, well, he's going to do this, so I'm going to you know, do this. No, you got to play your style of football. That's how you win national championships, that and actually having depth. Yeah, that's what LSU did. That's what Auburn did. They, they, they put pressure yeah. on before yeah. they did. I'm telling you, that's, and we didn't do it. So he had nope. time. And, of course, with those fast-ass receivers, they going to get open. Come on, man. But, but, they, but Tim and Smoke, what's going on, guys? We yep. both looked at the game. Was they not mm-hmm. getting open in that national championship game? The receivers? Yes. Yeah, yeah they, it, was some, it was some drops. Now, you know. Uh, uh, it was, yeah, it was there was. Two of, it was. It was two, two big drops. Uh, what is yeah. his name? Uh, 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 Ajaya Hall. Ajaya Hall. And uh, yeah. number seven, I think. Javon uh, Baker. Yeah, yeah, he dropped one. You but know. What's it, but we're talking about the same thing. We're talking about depth. Once again, it comes down to one damn thing in national. You know, the difference between going to a conference championship and a national championship is luck and having depth. Yeah, yep, true. Yeah, and also college football offense was down across the board. So Georgia exactly. Just That's my great. That's oh, a great defense that That's year what I when it was down. Them. Well, I mean, <laughs> oh, God, damn. So when Alabama went in, uh, every, no, you know, college, right? Were they down? So so. When Florida winning, was it down? You know what I'm saying? Why I got to be down? No, no. I mean, I'm just saying, look, if you go look at the last five years of college football offense, this has been – last year was one of the worst years that oh, we've right. seen offensively. So, yes, right. I'm not saying – I'm not taking anything away from Georgia. I'm just telling you that they – that's what winning a championship is. It's a lot of luck yeah. because yeah. they just looked up and had a great defense at the time when all the SEC teams are firing their head coaches and no quarterbacks are coming back. <laughs> so yeah, but that's hey, so, so where uh you know was our offense down? We didn't have everybody said we had a shitty offense. We had our offense was down. That was y'all. Who's you know who is who is y'all? Oh, uh, uh, I'm saying like Florida fans. Shit, mm-hmm. they say our offense won by shit. We you know you mean last down. year? Yeah, last year you said all the others um offense were down. What about yeah. ours? So what you saying? Florida's. No, we're talking no, about talk- Georgia. Georgia offense. Oh. I mean, your your offense, <laughs> it's one of those things where when you watch it, it's nothing special, but you have a shit ton of athletes on the field, so it don't matter what's going on with your offense. You have a great defense to back you up and turn the field. That's right. what your team did. So that's why I say defensively, you guys had no problems. You gave short, You gave Stetson Bennett short fields. That's exactly. why it was able to work the way it did. But offensively, we all know, listen, if you win against and, and I'm not I'm not taking nothing away from you, but I'm just letting you know this. If you win against that Mac Jones offense from Alabama, if you win against that Joe Burrow offense at LSU, I, I could I can guarantee you that that would have been not good for Stetson because your defense aren't probably going to turn the field over like they did. With these other teams, you get what I'm saying? That's that different exactly. type of offense. Yeah, that's different type of offense. Uh, yeah, know. yeah, and that's all I'm saying. I'm not you're, Georgia. They play phenomenal this year. Like that's they did great, and that's the way you want to build a team. Is no matter what happened, because remember Georgia, y'all had a shit ton of injuries, dude. Yeah, you and know, you know, still, and y'all still pull put that shit together. So, but you know, we had uh, fresh uh, receivers and shit, right? Yeah, man. And okay. you had people who you who really could have helped you with. Uh, what's the uh, uh the boy uh, Marcus Rosemary Saint? Y'all had uh, what's the other yeah, little yeah. speedy dude from Florida? Y'all got there. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's his name again? Darian Smith. Y'all had so many injuries that if y'all would have had all your players, it would have been Blaylock and Blaylock. 
Pickett Lay is Lock injured don't count, man. all season. Yeah, Pickett do count. Pickett wasn't healthy at all. No, he wasn't. We, he wasn't healthy at all. We couldn't get him the ball either. We couldn't get him the ball either. Uh, <laughs> JT Daniel was uh, perfect for JT. Uh, what is it? Uh, damn, Joe Pickett. Because yeah. we couldn't get him the ball like that, bro. Real talk. I just What's throw the ball to him every time. Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid <laughs> Garden. I was throwing the ball to him. Tell you. Smoke, what's going on? What you got to say, my boy? Yeah, but that, that was a good point, dog. But I was thinking, do you think offense going to pick up this year? Yeah, I do. Look at the, look at the quarterbacks. You, yeah. you have uh, – who you know, Spencer. Nobody wants to give Caleb Spencer any credit. He's a better. He's better than the damn graduate assistant that was a quarterback last year. Right. Will, Levis, Will, Will, Sle, Will uh, Levis is no slouch. I, yeah. Breathe, yeah. I believe. It, you know, yeah. AR. Yeah, AR fifteen is going to improve. Hendon Hooker is going to improve. Bryce Young's still there. LSU yep. may find out if they got something in you know the scrubs they got down there. You know whatever they That's got. Jaden Daniels. And yeah, you got you got. I mean, you got. Hey, there's, John, there's quarterbacks across the hey, board. Tell them, tell, tell right. them guys about y'all backup, man. Just tell them, explain, you know, tell Larry about y'all backup. Man. What you talking about, Jalen Milrow? The, yeah, I don't even know yeah. what to call that dude. He's a yeah. monster. all I don't know. Dude looks like a damn bodybuilder at this point. But no, uh, if he can improve his, his passing, man, he would he would be ridiculous. Uh, I was I'm high on him if he can keep improving, you know what I mean, yeah. into this upcoming season. Um, I'm interested because. He was one of those unfortunate quarterbacks that was that played high school to where instead of trying to develop the quarterback, they just said, you're so athletically talented, we're mm-hmm. not going to worry about developing your passing game. We're just going to let you win us games running the ball. Right, you know right. what I mean? So it kind of puts you at a disadvantage. I mean, hell, the same thing happened with Jalen Hurts. Same thing. You know what I mean? So if you go back and watch his high school film, you didn't see him throwing the ball deep. You just saw him oh. like shallow routes and, you know what I mean, hooks and stuff like that, out routes, and then running. It's kind of the same thing with Jalen, but that dude is on a different level athletically. Well, He's definitely well, the most he, athletic hey. player on the team. <laughs> yeah, he bad. he bad. Also, I like the coaches. You know, a lot of coaches was first years last year, so now they're about second years. And so, yeah. When's know, the last they, time? they know who they – they actually know who's on the team now, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's the, that's the key too. When's the last time you heard of Alabama having, you know, coordinators three years in a row? You know what I mean? Like Pete Golden's still there. You know what I mean? Like you have Bill O'Brien who's still there. We don't have this massive turnover. Holloman Wiggins, our wide receiver coach, is still there. Like that typically doesn't happen, which is a good thing, I think. We finally have like the same style of offense, the same style of defense to a certain degree. You know what I mean? Uh, We just added in, unfortunately, you know, the Florida defense coordinator. I'm not going to talk about him. He's, He's an analyst at Alabama now. Um, to bring the pressure, grant them obviously, but yeah, I'm about to say, and him bringing like just him focusing on pressure, that's a yeah. good look. Yeah, with that's, Will Anderson and Dallas Turner. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's gonna be a real interesting year. And then you guys heard the news about Texas A&M, right? The Stafford. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. they're recruiting on that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Stupid shit, but yeah, no. I, Man, when I look at these offenses this year, I don't know how many defenses is going to have a chance. Right. Like I said, I believe AR-15 is going to take a huge uh, leap. I, I got a question. Hey, John. Yeah. Who, who can stop all three of my tight ends? <laughs> you think Florida, think Florida can do so? Man, I'll be honest with you. I don't think there's going to – as far as the tight ends go, you have the most elite tight end room that's probably 
in college, like yeah, literally uh, in college football. Can you tell Larry that Darnell is good? Can you tell him that? Darnell Washington? He yes. has he has he has literally it's like glue on his hands. He do, bro. He catch every guy. Yeah, he, bro. he does catch everything. Now Wait he is really tall. NFL. Wait till you get to the NFL, bro. Watch. Jonathan, I seen a lot of drops in 2020 and 2021. Larry, Larry he never dropped. What you mean? To my Darnell? Yes. Darnell. Yeah, he still drop nothing, man. I have yes, to go I back did. and look. I know Brock Bowers is no joke, and obviously we know. Oh, yeah, Eric. I know Brock Brock. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know if you guys seen the practice film and all that on Eric Gilbert, but that dude doesn't even look like he's a human. That dude, there's no way he should be that tall jumping that high. Like that huh, between him and Brock Bowers, it is going to be a nightmare on the, as far as stopping these tight ends. Um, but you know, you can scheme against that too. If it's only one thing now, are they going to have the receivers to, to put on the field to match up with it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But you know, Billy Napier, I've already told you guys, I'm really high on Billy Napier. You know, a lot of people started criticizing his recruiting, but I said, well, go look at what was going on between Michael Caspin trying to derail these motherfuckers talking about Gator Collective being dysfunctional. So, right, right. That, that yeah. doesn't get talked about though. So yeah, that's you know an uncomfortable conversation for a lot of people. So, gotcha. So, I mean, gotcha. It's the same thing with I was talking today. I, I want to get you guys' thoughts on this. Then I brought up something today on uh, a podcast actually, and I said, you know, everybody's wanting to complain about these NIL deals for the players, right? Jaden Rashada getting nine and a half million, and uh, Nico getting eight million at Tennessee, and all this stuff. I'm like, well, instead of blaming the players, didn't we kind of let this happen with the coaches? Shouldn't the coaches right. have a regulation? Because if Dabo's winning, he's going to sit there and tell you that you shouldn't get paid while he's making $10 million and no. you're the one bringing in the revenue. Isn't there a damn problem with the coaching? I agree. Mean, Bro, I literally talked about this when NIL first started. <laughs> I went on a rant about <laughs> how the fuck are you going to tell these players that they can't make any money? You got fucking Dan Mullen, Jim McElwain, Will Muschamp all bought out from Florida. Yep. And now we're all like, oh, yeah, let's let's count the players' money. <laughs> like, Dude, what? <laughs> fucking college football is a scam, bro. Yes. I'm telling you right now. Crazy. Like, and, and Alabama. I, go my ahead. bad, go ahead. No, no Alabama no, made 100. Alabama made 170 million in, in revenue from college football last year. Trust me, Nick Saban giving him 11 million. It's not going to be a problem, but. My thought process is give the guy five million and give the damn city of Tuscaloosa to help the homeless six million, bro. Right. <laughs> so right. much revenue, bro, brought in from these schools. Now you even brought up on our on their channel, like, okay, when the league is mostly black players, like that's what yeah. it is. So yep. now when the black players start to get paid, it's an issue, right? Right. We know that the coaches. Coaching in college football, when you look at the race dynamic, and I don't like to bring this up, but it's just a fact. It's mostly a white coach are, are uh, making the money in the league because that's what the college football is right now. It's basically yeah. made up of white coaches and not black coaches. But then when black players start to get paid, now it's like, oh, we can't pay these players. Like, what? <laughs> I think <laughs> like, it makes no sense. You know, and I agree. And I think it's a, a sorry ass coincidence that people can use that as an excuse as far as like people saying, oh, we shouldn't pay uh, the players because of this. When we all know, there, look, there's a serious issue in all athletic sports. Basketball, NBA is the one I made a rant on probably about, I would say about a year ago. 
on saying how the hell we'll use the NFL. Actually, we'll use the NFL. For example, the Denver Broncos could have got bought out right by, I forgot his name. He yeah. owns, he's a black guy, really big businessman, billionaire in Denver, wanted to buy him out. And of course we know now that's not going to happen. And you look at the NBA, the NBA's had multiple opportunities to do the same thing outside of magic Johnson. Cause magic Johnson is like OJ, right? He's, he's reached a stature of nobody's going to give a shit. But I find it really strange how you got 80 to 90% African-American players and you got like one owner. There's issues in there. There's a disparity somewhere. And, you know, it's it's all about the old white man. And I hate to sound like this, but it's about the yeah. old white man at this point and pushing those guys out. And there couldn't be any better of an example of what happened with the L.A. Clippers. We already know that. Making yeah. racist ass remarks like that and then trying to cover it up with money. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, there, there's there's no doubt about it. Like you can't tell me if ninety percent of your your league is making a million dollars or more, and none of these guys have a chance to be owners. Come yeah. on, something's going on somewhere. It's yeah, all about sorry. the good old boy club. So that's just the truth. Yeah, and then you know, it it makes it really hard too because it seems like every time a black owner wants to try to jump in, then it's like, they literally like go through this whole thing. Like, Oh my gosh, he wants to buy the team. Like we have to look at him so hard and go yeah. through like every fine detail. Like who is this dude? Like, what has he done? And Oh, he did this. And then it's like, no, we're going to go somewhere else. Cause they just talk about every damn thing in his life. But like you said, when a white owner is literally, we don't even know this dude, nobody ever heard of him. And they're like, Oh, he bought it. I thought I thought it couldn't be I thought it couldn't have been any more about race when they said the Manning brothers were going to buy the Broncos. I said that makes no damn sense. Right. Like right. that. Why? Like this was never talked about. This guy I can't remember his damn name. It's killing me right now. Um, he talked about it for like two years about buying the Denver Broncos. You know what I mean? And now they come available, and now all of a sudden he doesn't have the capital for it. Like, it doesn't make sense. Um, look, a lot of times they convince these guys it's just easier to go away and do something else. You know what I mean? Like, you his name is Robert up. Smith. Robert Smith is his name? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, like, you know, <laughs> and I hate having these conversations because, I, you know, I hate making things about race. But a lot of times that's exactly What's, what it is. Sometimes you got to call a spade a spade. Yeah, what it yeah, is. It's, it's just a fact on a when you look at the paper. We like it's not my opinion that the league is mostly black players and the league is mostly white coaches. That's not my opinion. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and, it, it, and it's not like there aren't people going for the coaching positions. And the only exception to this, the only one would have been Mike Tomlin. And right. the only reason Mike Tomlin is the exception is because who hired them in the first place? Like, you know what I mean? If you go back and look at the process of the Steelers bringing in Mike Tomlin, it was given he was going to get that head coaching job. But when you talk about when you talk about putting these guys on a level, level playing field, look at Charlie Strong at Texas. Charlie Strong was baited, in my opinion, into taking that job. Mm-hmm. That was stupid as shit. He should have never went to Texas. Yeah, I like, said it. Charlie Strong does not have the mentality to contend with a Texas booster. But right. who, who like pushed him to come to Texas? The boosters from Texas. And the moment he stepped in, what they do? They knew they can control him. Game <laughs> over, bro. Game over. 
Got them out of there quick, bro. Yeah, Sarkeesian, same way. Sarkeesian's not doing any better. Yeah. But you know what I mean? <laughs> you what? Yeah, five and seven. Five lost seven. to Kansas. <laughs> he did the one thing Texas hasn't done like ever, and that's lose a 30-point lead, not have a uh, not have a player drafted, and lose to Kansas all in the same year. I mean, right. if that doesn't put you in the hot seat, I don't know what the hell does. And already been fired from another gig. Well, fired from two gigs. Yeah, two gigs. <laughs> so crazy. Now put Charlie Strong in that position. Where'd Charlie Strong go after Texas? Did he have a head coaching job? No. No, he didn't. Where's he at? Miami. Exactly. Like, in this, he's not being talked about. Yep. <laughs> Charlie Strong is a very good yeah, defensive coordinator. Man, I forgot he was there. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't get you don't get chances when you're a black coach. It just no, it's you not. Don't. It's like once you get that one chance, and you know, even look at Lane Kiffin. Like, look, like he just pops up, and yes, he's a great offensive coordinator. But I'm just saying, if that was a black coach, I don't think he would get that uh, that second chance. Dog, tell maybe, me, maybe if he went to Alabama, I, you know, that's kind of rejuvenate your career. But I'm just saying. I've never seen someone fail upwards as much as Lane Kiffin. <laughs> right. Like this man has failed upwards. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Steve Sarkeesian goes to Alabama for a couple of seasons, has a couple of good offensive classes. And all of a sudden he should be in one of the biggest blue blood programs. In college football. You know what I mean? Like doesn't sound, something sounds off. I, uh, yeah. I, who you? My it's right now. There's no black coaches in the SEC culture right now. No. Who you think would be the first one to get a SEC job? With what's available right now? I'm saying in the future. I would, I would say oh. next three. I think if okay, and this may sound crazy as shit, but I think Holloman Wiggins at Alabama has to be like the. Look, Holloman Wiggins has been at Alabama for a while. That dude is going literally nowhere. He's he's been an understudy underneath Saban and uh Sarkeesian, not Saban, Jesus, Sarkeesian Lane Kiffin, and now Bill O'Brien. If there's anybody set up now to move up to Alabama, and I do predict this that he'll be at Alabama as an offense coordinator probably next year when Bill O'Brien leaves. Mm-hmm. I believe it could be him. And I'm thinking that's a reach kind of. But I'm trying to think of what's available as far as moving into an SEC position because we got to think about this. If someone's going to come in, somebody has to get fired, right? Outside of Vanderbilt, what? Who would get fired? Mark Stoops ain't going anywhere at Kentucky, Alabama, yeah. LSU, Arkansas is not being touched. Like yeah. Florida, Georgia is not being touched. Obviously, Tennessee's not being touched with Josh Heupel. Uh, I was going to make this point too that. I think black coaches are having way better luck outside of the SEC. Look at Mel Tucker, like yeah, oh, bro. <laughs> like, you know, I don't, I don't think black coaches that, and you know, I don't want to use this as an excuse, but it is, it's just true. If you fail and have like a bad season, your, your, um, you know, leeway is not the same. It's just not. <laughs> um, it's, you're gonna have an issue if you don't go out and win right away, recruit right away. You're not going to yeah. get that three to four years like some – and, you know, and right now, even, you know, white coaches, they're not getting three to four years right now. So, you know, a black coach, you definitely – you have one bad yeah. year. You look at Willie Taggart at FSU, yes, it was not good, but I'm just saying. Then you go out – I'm saying you go out and hire Mike Norvell, you fire I mean, Willie yeah. Taggart and hire Mike Norvell? Like, what? Right, <laughs> right. 
They I would have bet they they would bet off with uh Gay Willie another year or so. Yeah. And I right? <laughs> right. Now because go ahead. go ahead. Now go ahead on Jonathan. So I'm gonna give you guys a name. Uh and this may be an unorthodox hire. I'll give you two names. Uh the first one's gonna be you guys know who Gary Campbell is? Mm-mm. He's uh the running backs coach for Oregon. Look what he did with these Oregon running back, Oregon running backs. Uh, he's been an associate uh, offense coordinator, everything else, top to bottom. He probably has the most experience. He has Texas ties, he has Florida ties, and he has Louisiana ties. Um, he, him, in my opinion, would be like a Vanderbilt type hire. Now, if you're telling me somebody to take serious long term, it's going to be a really good coach in the SEC, probably Ron English. And I'm talking about yeah. defense defense coordinator at Louisville. He's young. He's 40. You know, I believe he's, he's like 39, 40 years old. And he does a lot with so little. Like, you know what I mean? So when you look at him, he's got to be near the top here soon. Um, uh, God, what's his name? John, Bl- John Blake, North Carolina. Another guy. The, these guys his- aren't. Go ahead. What about Doug Bell? Yeah, yeah, no, he's another one. Like, these aren't going to be splashy names that people want to hear. You know what I mean? Like a damn Steve Sarkeesian, Lane Kiffin. No, these aren't splashy names. But what these what these are is guys with real experience. You know what I mean? A lot of them playing the game. Uh, a lot of them being around for a long time in understanding the game. Case in points, Marcus Freeman, right? Like, nobody thought he right. could recruit because he's young. Bullshit. He can recruit because he can relate to the players. Look what he's doing right. at Notre Dame right now. Right. <laughs> You know, and that's what people don't understand. But no, um, I, I think Ron English, bro, would be a really underrated pickup. But you know, he's not a splashy. He's not. A, he's not somebody you're going to hear about on the news or ESPN. So you just got to know football to know English. who it is. You what? <laughs> We're familiar with Ron English. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, exactly. Yeah, you guys are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Rodney Gardner. Garner, Rodney Garner, I believe is another one. Uh, and you guys should know who that is in Georgia. Uh, recruiting coordinator. Yeah, yeah. Defensive line guy. Like he's defensive line, but he specializes as a uh, recruiting coordinator. Because you got to understand, too, the game of football has changed over the years, yeah. right? Uh, Nick Saban is not an X's and O guy. He's a CEO. Yeah. That's what Rodney Gardner is. He's a CEO. He's, he's going to understand who needs to be where and put him in place to succeed. Right. I guess as of right now, if I, I don't know how, yeah, this list is pretty current. Fifteen black head coaches in Division One. Mm. Fifteen. Yeah. Out of what are we at? Like a hundred and thirty teams. Yeah. <laughs> it's about a Him. Hundred and thirty around there, I think. Yeah. So what y'all um what y'all think about the ACC uh new schedule thing and uh US USC and UCLA leaving for the Big Ten? <laughs> I I think John, you did say that though. You talked. We kind of well, last well, a couple shows go during the winter time. Yeah. Um, I think you kind of said that a little bit. What that was going to go to a mega conference. Yep. You do you think the big domino effect? Uh, come now, Clemson comes to the SEC. And- uh, I believe the domino already already happened. Texas and Oklahoma was the reason this happened. 
This yeah, is nothing, this is nothing more. So, in order for a team to swap conferences, this is nothing that takes days. This is something that takes months, to, right, to put in place. Because USC and uh, USC and UCLA is not moving over uh, out of nowhere, really. Like a lot of people kind of saw this coming, as far as USC goes, because USC had kind of spats with Pac-12, kind of like Oklahoma did with the Big Twelve. So it wasn't a gigantic surprise. But the interesting thing to me is, you know, how much is the Pac-12 going to stay loyal to their their little academic standards? How much is the Big mm-hmm. Ten going to stay loyal to their AAU? Because UCLA is not AAU. You know what I mean? They're a public school that's not AAU. So mm-hmm. I want to see what's going to come out of that because they have to get AAU certified according to the Big Ten before they're allowed in, which means that gives them the 2024. Mm. So you got that. And, yeah, I, I believe that. If the SEC, there's and if they're smart, I'm targeting Oregon, and I'm targeting probably Utah right away. I'm targeting Miami. I'm targeting Florida State, Clemson. Um, I think it would be awesome to go into like a two super team conference, kind of like the NFL, but have 32 teams and yeah. two conferences, and the winner of each conference plays in the national championship. So you basically have like AFC, NFC, then divisions within that. Right. And if you're yeah, not in that top 60, yep. that's a good idea. Yeah. If you're not in the top 64, I mean, I, you shouldn't, you don't deserve to be in it. You know what I mean? If you can't make that argument. But yeah. What you think, Smoke? Then I like what I hear, man. Yeah. I like what I hear. Yeah. Hey, I just want more teams in there. I mean, we got good teams in the STC right now, but I mean, I, I, I want to see what the SEC going to do. But, man, we Kings in it, so they really got to catch up to us. So. Yeah. So, um, this is kind of – I want to segue a little bit, man, because, like, we, uh, just a little cultural talk uh, um, or whatever. But, like, you know, we're watching the Hip Hop Awards, me and my wife, and uh, – what well, the BT Awards or whatever. And, you know, Diddy, like, donate to Jackson State and, and uh, Howard or whatever he said, you know. He, yep. Yeah, I I mean, which is cool, but my thing is too, like, man, I always say, you know, smoke, you went to fam. So, you know, my thing is like I feel like uh more our our uh black celebrities and entrepreneurs, you know, for like Diddy, you donate a million dollars, bro. Come on, you can donate five and ten, you know, and you know, we expect more out of you, you know. Uh Howard, you know, it's other HBCU. They always donate to Howard and, uh, you know, and other other things. Dion right now, he need help, but he don't need – he's in a better position out of all of them. He could have donated to FAMU. He could have donated to Bethune, you know, uh, especially, you know, Morehouse and all these. Like, I, our, our black superstars, man, they need to do more for for their uh, for their universities because I, I compare them to – um, you know, everybody have a lot to say, uh, as you know, black, black people, we have a lot to say as, you know, uh, uh, when we compare, you know, um, you know, the big power five schools and stuff. And I say like, man, we got to do more and help, uh, hell out in because at the end of the day, why y'all buying Gucci Louis and, and Louis Vuitton and all that other crazy stuff? Like they ain't caring about this, right? you know what I'm saying? No glad chain, baby, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you could be <clears throat> donating that money to the schools. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, did you on the same level as some of these guys that with oil money? Why you can't? Why they donate ten, twelve, thirty million dollars to their school? Why can't you do it? No, and, John John Ruiz donates a lot to Miami. Yeah, I know. Like a whole lot, but. Yeah, I agree with you actually. Hey, uh, what her name? Um, 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 damn, who got Bill Gates' wife? I think it's Bill Gates' wife. They got yeah. she, she, um, she donated a lot of money to the HBCU. To Will Packard just uh he just donated some to Fan Mew then they named like an amphitheater after him up there. Um yeah. so he, he got that, but uh yeah, we gotta they gotta donate more, man. I, it's the popular names, they always go for the popular names, but then you got right. Edwin Waters, you got Tuskegee. I mean Tuskegee is also a popular name too, but you know, you got all the Mississippi, um, you know, all like the Mississippi guy, the, I forgot I forgot the name, they HBCU down there. You had Grambling. You got all the Alabama A&M. You got all these other HBC. Man, Savannah State, Folk Valley. You got all these other, especially for Valley, man. You got all these good HBCUs that they should donate more to. Especially like my- the, the Georgia, the Georgia rappers and stuff. I feel like they really should, for Valley and all them, man, they really should yeah. donate to get them back running. You, you guys want to hear a hard truth? Yeah, be real, Jonathan. There's no bias. Be like, real. The truth is something you got to accept before you can move on is that you guys do understand the largest donation to HBCUs comes from a white woman, right? Mackenzie Scott. You know who that is? I don't know who that is. Mackenzie Scott is the one that helped uh, Jeff Bezos make Amazon. Mackenzie Scott donated $560 million two years ago to HBCUs. I remember when that was a big headline because people weren't talking about that. Because you know why? Once again, it's real damn, it's a sensitive subject people want, don't want to talk about. But yeah, a lot of people came out with this narrative of, you know, why does a white woman care more about HBCUs than, like you said, the, the African-Americans with money? This don't make sense. Well, you know I'll, I mean? so, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Um, it actually does make sense because of this. When you look at it, it's culturally, right? When yeah. somebody gets money, it doesn't like it, it most of the time, and especially black people, when you get money, you're probably going to move to where? It like, would have been more, more than a billion. You're moving to Thailand. <laughs> taxes. No, no, I'm serious. Why well, well I'm, I mean, I'm speaking of, there? I'm speaking of like here, like if you, so I'm saying, let's oh, just say yeah. you didn't have California. any money. You're a black person. And when you get this money, you're going to move to probably, and most black people move to an all-white neighborhood, right? Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. So then not only are you moving to that all-white neighborhood, guess what? A lot of these celebrities now, when you look at their, I bet if you look where their kids go to school, I bet you it's more than likely a private all-white school. I guarantee For sure. you. <laughs> so <laughs> now I just think that culturally it, it's just, it, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I think that we don't have any ties to these black schools, right? Like we don't, like, I just think 
culturally, when we get the money, we're trying to move out of where we trying to move out to live in these big houses, nice communities, your kids go to nice schools. Well, then essentially, you don't have any ties to the black community anymore. Right. Yeah. And so it would it, for me, it just makes sense of why they're not donating this stuff, because it's what you don't have any ties to it. So essentially, you're what you're calling is exactly what people said about OJ. Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. Great example. Yeah. Great example. Yeah. yeah. Perfect example. And that's where it is. And, and you know, to their fault, uh, it, it's a fault of all of ours, but it's just what's happened culturally. It's what you, you know, it being accepted, like, you know, it's, you're in a, we're, we're the minority. And when you think, when you get this money and you think you want to be somebody and move somewhere, like, you, you think you're fitting in, right? We're looking for acceptance because yeah. that, that's what happens when you're in a minority and you're oppressed. You're trying to get acceptance and it's, it's a mind thing, but I think that's what's happening in my, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, there, there, this stuff is deep because it, it's isn't something on the surface. Like when you look yeah. at this, I mean, let's be realistic. The majority of the African-American community is in poverty, right? When yeah. you look at the numbers, um, so it's hard to say that if you gain money, if you, let's say I make $10 million as an African-American, how hard is it going to be for me to find a community that's all African-American that makes $10 million? Yeah. It's extremely difficult. So you're in a cycle that never stops. You're in a loop that can't be fixed because you'll never see it. Right. Like essentially. I wanted to ask uh, Larry, Larry Smoke, like when, when you think about a, a city or a state, that black people with money, what would you think of? Atlanta. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Smoke, same thing you, right? Yeah, Atlanta, yeah. And that's, what, that, that's what's crazy. Like, <laughs> you know, how long black people have been here and we can name one. Can you name any other city? Because I Not like Atlanta. Like exactly, not, right? Not like Which Atlanta. is absolutely crazy. It's the same yeah. thing we're talking about with college football. It's all black kids playing and there's like 15 coaches <laughs> it's yeah, like just crazy to fathom how long black people have been in this country and we have one city to really call like oh that's where you know uh really successful black people are is in atlanta and i know yeah. there's probably yeah. some outliers out there that we just are not aware of but i'm saying the mainstream one is atlanta which is absolutely crazy yeah yeah, you know? I mean, anywhere in the, in Atlanta, and you see a lot of a lot of successful black people, from lawyers to doctors, um, you know, entrepreneurs, contracted business owners. Like, it's a lot of like things, and and I think, um, you know, I think that's what kind of Jeff Collins, because Jeff Collins from the city too, and um, at Georgia Tech, and that's I think that's where he kind of. Um, cause he's very culturally too, and um too. So I I think he kind of fight with administration and with uh, uh himself too to earn it. To he should have tapped into the to the community, uh, into the the um, majority of black neighborhoods and and got like like a lot of those like business um there to so he can you know create nil deals and just say hey man you know um i need your help i need you guys help to you know get these kids or whatever and you know and really that would lift their more business up um off the ground to give them more notoriety too 
uh, just for it, because uh, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of white community people they they don't they don't know about a lot of you know mom and pop shops and stuff. They do, but they don't. It just would have put them on a national scale if that made sense. Yep, deep deep subject, man. We probably can keep going all week about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, y'all got any takes? Um, smoke. Nah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a deep subject. I mean, uh, that's about it. I had on um, kind hey, of. y'all ain't gonna y'all ain't gonna talk about that. Um, y'all getting a lot of money from people behind these sweeps, and you know, to decide to come here and play. Texas A and M. What you mean? What you repeat that? that? You said it was Texas. They were one of the. Um, what coaches, recruiters, or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. Y'all y'all get a lot of money from the people behind the uh the suites if you decide to come here and play. Yeah, he got caught today. Stafford did talking to recruits, three of oh, them. Stafford, okay. Yeah, they, he he's on the staff. Uh, but he got caught telling these guys he's pointed up to the suites. He's like, see those suites up there? There's a lot of people that pay a lot of money. You make a lot of money if you come here and play at Texas AM. I mean, straight up. Caught red-handed. Yeah. yeah, I wonder what Jimbo go say now. <laughs> There's nothing he can't say. Ain't that I mean, technically like that. he is technically hey, Jimbo could fight his way out of wet bag. He could fight though. For real, go out this corner some way. For real, bro. Jimbo undefeated when it comes to that man. He like uh. Listen here, listen here, listen. Now, let, let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all something. What if he take off the glasses? <laughs> you know he's gonna lie about something, man. Somebody, he might think he got up there, but I'm gonna tell you something. About <laughs> that God complex. Oh my God, bro. That's the stupidest shit I ever seen. Man, what, what? what you Jimbo got mad as hell, boy? What y'all Jimbo? think the record gonna be? Do what? What do you think the record? Um, takes the um, we um, they record. They're gonna be nine or three at best. Nine or yeah. three. Yeah. So who you got? They lose. Of course, they're gonna lose you guys. Who else they lose to? Uh, they lose to Alabama, I think. So games circled. In other words, games I think can go either way would be Arkansas. Yeah. Sure. Let me bring up this. I know they have a tough out of conference game. Yeah. They got Miami too. Yeah, Miami. That, that was it. Miami's definitely a game. Yes, circle with Mario Cristobal and, and look, Tyler Van Dyke is no joke as a quarterback. He's the real deal. Yeah, he's a real uh, deal. So you got them. Uh, I think they could definitely lose to LSU. You can't. They, that that team is still stacked. I don't care what anybody says. Like, right? There's still right. five stars there. <clears throat> so if they can get their quarterback situated, that's definitely a loss. Um, Ole Miss with Jackson Dart oh, saying, oh, you know, yeah. Feet, oh yeah. That could be a loss. Like, there's a lot of games you could circle and say, yeah, they could definitely lose that game. Like, in the also, go ahead. I was going to say real quick to the, the, the counter to that, I also think they could win a lot of games too. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If Max Johnson pans out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to all depend on what Max Johnson – but because they lost their best running – Isaiah Spiller was a dog. They lost him last year. Uh, you know what I mean? They lost a lot of the receivers. Like they, they're coming back pretty thin. Uh, their defense—they lost damn near everybody on the defense. So they're—they're mm-hmm. they're gonna be real young. And I've already said this over and over again, man. I don't understand how. And I know this is an unpopular take, 
but how Jimbo Fisher is not, I'm not going to say on a hot seat, but how he isn't pressured more into performing better than eight and four on a hundred million dollar contract does not make sense to me. Like it, imagine anybody else getting paid a hundred million dollars. Imagine if Lincoln Riley goes eight and four for three seasons at USC. Who do you think? Happens? Oh yeah. Oh, he's out of there. Exactly. Of there. So I don't understand how he's not under more pressure than what he is. I'm not saying fire the guy, but he should be, it should start getting talked about. If he doesn't perform this year, hundred million and you average in third in the West. Yeah. Nah, there's something wrong there. I think he did. I think too, what, this is my opinion. I don't, I just think probably what happened is when he got there, he basically told them it's going to take time. And and I think that they really kind of hashed that out. Yes, they paid him a lot of money and all that stuff. But Texas A&M, you know, they, they've typically had their head coaches for a good little minute. They, yeah. you know, <laughs> so I think that he really did a good job. Like when he came in there and they agreed to hiring him and pulled him away from FSU, just tell them like he I think he painted a picture of like, this is what I'm up against is the GOAT greatest coach of all time over there at Nick Saban and then you know at the time you had LSU coach Bergeron or whoever I think yeah he was there but I just think he set it up perfectly like y'all if you're gonna fire me because I'm pretty sure his buyouts are amazing (laughs) you're gonna pay for it (laughs) I mean he is it's a fully guaranteed contract see so so I mean mean, what is Texas and them gonna I know they got a lot of money but they're not crazy either (laughs) So, so let me run through their schedule to give you guys a perspective on how many games they can lose so Sam Houston, they're going to win that game. Appalachian State, they're going to win that game. Moving on from there, though, they play Miami. I think we can kind of agree that's an either-way game. It is uh, at home, though. I will tell you that. Yeah, uh, Arkansas. So, uh, Stadium. Arkansas State. Arkansas got K.J. Jefferson. You know what I mean? Like that, that's – yeah. Uh, Mississippi State, if Will – what's his name? Uh, quarterback. Will Rogers, if he improves, I'm not saying they're going to lose to Mississippi State, but they lost to him last year, right? Uh, they got Alabama. It's at Tuscaloosa. Look, that's going. I'm not even going to talk about that. That's going to be a smash. Um, South Carolina. It's at South Carolina with Austin Stogner coming in with Spencer Rattler there. Uh, with the best cornerback in the nation at South Carolina, in my opinion. Uh, and they play they play Ole Miss. And after Ole Miss, they play Florida. And after Florida, they play at Auburn, UMass, and then LSU. Hey, <laughs> So, yeah. I don't know if you guys heard any of that or not. Yeah, yeah, I heard you know yeah. that. A little bit. I heard a little bit. So, okay, yeah. let me just give you a quick rundown. Miami, Arkansas, at Mississippi State, Will Rogers possibly improving, at Alabama, at South Carolina, now with Spencer Rattler and Austin Stogner, the best QB, in my opinion, in the nation, right, Smith. And then you got um, Ole Miss, at, that's at Texas A&M. Then you got Florida going to A&M. Uh, then you got Auburn at Auburn. Then you got UMass, which is a win, and then LSU. I'm sorry. I think eight and four may be cutting it close. I th- they if they get on a downturn, they can turn seven to five with the youth they have. Yeah, exactly. With that type of schedule, and once again, I'm going to say it: How long are you going to wait? You going to wait ten years <laughs> to pay the dude a hundred million dollars? You going to wait ten years to win the division? Come on now. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's why I say, like, man, they're. 
yeah, they're, they're, to me, it's just like a wait and see because their schedule, like you're saying, it could go bad, Brutal. but it also can go really well for them. Uh, because I, I'm saying that is because, yes, a couple of these coaches are second-year head coaches, but you still get uh, Beamer over there. He's still only on the second year. Um, you got uh, uh, Brian Harson. He's, what, second year. Oh, that's a dumpster fire. That's you got uh, Billy Napier, his first year. You got Mario Cristobal his first year. Uh, Sam Pittman, what, he third year or second year? Sam Pittman's third year. Third year. Um, then you got Mike Leach, was he third year? Yeah, uh, third so, year. Third. And then you got Brian Kelly first year. So, you know, that's why I say I think that their schedule is set up and you do have all uh, – you, you got – but uh, obviously Alabama, we know that. <laughs> we know how Alabama's going to be pissed from that game, right? <laughs> so you're playing at Alabama. Everything else, you're playing at Auburn. Uh, you're playing at Mississippi State and playing at South Carolina. Everything else is at home. So, so yeah, I, I got you a, make – go ahead. I, I got a question then for you. Yep. Is this team being younger and having less pieces more talented than the team last year that lost to Mississippi State? No. It's not – it's less talented. This team is less talented than last year's team. It, it has a lot to do with the youth, but that's my yeah, argument. And that's why I say it's hard to say that because Jimbo is now another year into this team, right? So, yes, it's going to be younger, and yes, but he also now his culture should be in there and set. So, I, I would say I have to – that's why I have to wait and see what they got going yeah. on because really it for it takes in them for me – and I don't know these players on their team is it's going to be the trenches for me. What are we okay. going to see from the offensive line? Cause that's really what's going to help them. And then the defensive line, can they generate pressure and sacks? Well, the defensive line is going to be a struggle this year for them. The offensive line should be pretty good. Uh, the problem, in my opinion, the problem is, is it's going to be the performance of Max Johnson because they're thin at receiver now and they're thin at running back. That, that's That's a serious issue to have when you start playing teams that you need to outscore and these guys are on the field the entire time, like even Florida, you know, Florida can get on a roll with AR 15 and those cats, like, you know, Texas A&M is playing a dangerous game this year. It's kind of like a toe in the line type thing. Like you said, it could be really good if they get mm -hmm. momentum, but at the same time, it can turn really nasty really quick. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of wait and see with that seat, you know, it's, it's, it's really when that Miami game, when that, when, you know, and it is at home. So that's a huge advantage for them with oh, a first yeah. year head coach, uh, with Mario Cristobal. Um, so I, I do give them that advantage with that. And then, like I said, you still got a lot of SEC coaches still trying to find their yeah. way. So uh, like I you said, though, Jonathan, guess what? Money needs results. And if you the results, <laughs> dog, that's all I've been preaching. Yeah. Is like if you're paying somebody, they better produce some. I'm not saying he needs to win the SEC West every year and beat Alabama, but dog, you should be finishing second on a regular, not third, because he's finishing third in the West on a regular, not second. Right. Ole Miss has been more consistent at second with Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin, dude, in Oxford, <laughs> in that shithole, making a lot less money. So you think uh, um, Lane going to stay there in Oxford for a minute? Dude, I think he does because if he goes eight and four every year, they're happy. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, they're yeah. not saying bring me a national championship like Texas A&M. Right. To me, 
he's in a, he's in a role where like, bro, I don't have super high expectations. I can keep collecting five to 6 million a year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then go from there, do whatever I need to do, hit up the fraternities, smash a couple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I heard that. I heard so, that. Man, I he can did... tell y'all some stories, man. Off, off, off this, man. I heard that from, from reliable source, man. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he was at the Alabama fraternities he... all the time. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. That's what I yeah. heard. Yeah, he was. I do think he does have to do one thing, though, to be able to keep that job, and it's have that exciting offense. Yeah, if that exactly. goes away. If that goes away. That eight and four ain't gonna be so good. I'm gonna <laughs> take that right now. <laughs> it's kind of like Les Miles. Les Miles at LSU, yeah. bro. He was eating grass and winning games. It was cute right. when you were winning games. Exactly. When you're eating grass and you're losing, <laughs> your ass is gone, dude. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and that shit looks stale, bro. Like it wasn't fun no more. Like <laughs> you can, you can, like you said, you can go eight and four, but you have Matt Corral throwing all these damn yards and, yep. and if, you know, high praise and all that. But if you don't have a Matt Corral and you're going eight and four and everything just ain't fun, like they're going to get rid of your ass. <laughs> yeah, you got to bring that mm-hmm. ticket selling. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, that entertainment factor to it. Yeah, but. I- I think he still probably get some games like uh, Lane will still get some sneak up on it and get some uh, marquee games. Um, yeah. So I think it, he's a trap game waiting to happen for Alabama. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I'm always worried about Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. So it's the only team to beat uh, Nick Saban two times in a row. Mm-hmm. Was Ole Miss so. I think Lane, you think Lane would leave though? I'm at least, I know I kind of asked, do you think he'll leave for another, a big high, high premier job that, that'll come available? They, he would, I feel like Lane would leave maybe to like, oh man, I don't, I don't see him doing it. Like, who would he go to? He's not going back to USC, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't know where he would go. <laughs> The problem with Lane Kiffin, a lot of, well, the problem we're having right now in college football with the coaching and talking about the coaching carousel, so many changes already happened the past two years that there's not going to be, there's not going to be nothing available for what two to three more seasons easily. Yeah. Like big name programs because Ohio State's not doing nothing, Notre Dame, Clemson, all those, the USC now, Alabama's not going nowhere, LSU's locked up, Tennessee, Florida, Georgia. Like I, I just don't know where he would possibly go and be better than Ole Miss. With that what about style of expectation? Well, who you think? Um, two part question for you guys. Do uh do you think Georgia Tech uh, should lower their academics, um, standard, you know, or whatever, just a tad bit? And do you think well, who would get that job? Because look like you know, Collins is just out after this season. <laughs> I'll let someone else start on that one. Oh. I mean, I don't know if that's going to help them lowering the academics. I don't know. I don't. I mean, yes, it's a huge issue to get some of them athletes in, but I don't think that's necessarily the problem there. <laughs> um, will it help? Yeah, but I don't think it's going to help like, you know, like we think it probably would. But uh, and then the head coaching thing out, oh, man, it's, I don't know. College football too crazy for me to keep up with. <laughs> Right. We think, like Jonathan said, you know, nobody's going to be leaving in about two, three years. But 
we've seen people get fired in like their first second year or leave <laughs> like the, we're like wait what brian harson could possibly uh, be gone man dude yeah uh, who, yeah who was that uh two at mississippi state what's his name the guy from mike uh, leach mike leach ain't no, going nowhere though. no not no. mike leach i'm talking about um before mike leach what was his name um uh, oh more that dude was yeah joe moorhead trash, like literally one year bro but I'm just saying, like, you know, these hires, you never know until you actually know. Uh, and so, yeah, it's we've seen crazier. I mean, I <laughs> remember guess, how Florida I mean, State literally told Willie, like, they were trying to not give him his money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sarkeesian could get fired, I guess. But he has another five and seven season. I think his ass is gone. <laughs> For real? You think that? Dude, if he goes five and seven and loses to Kansas, he's packing his bags, dude. You said who? Yeah, I said if he goes five and seven and loses to Kansas again, Kansas, he's gone. Steve losing Steve Sarkeesian, yeah. Texas. If you lose yeah. to Kansas again, there's there's no coming back from that. <laughs> like you need like to just quit college football. Like, especially with I mean, have you guys seen their recruiting class? No. Yeah, dude, they yeah. just survived. They just signed uh John T. Cook wide receiver. Yeah. Have y'all seen him? Holy, sh- that he's dude. a sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's fire, man. That's the dude I want for Florida because he's one of the you know, Florida been sl- struggling with slot receivers for the last few years since KT left. But yeah, their class that momentum from Arch is real, dude. <laughs> I think it's real. Odom, too, from Arkansas. I expect him to leave Arkansas probably the next year or two. So he's he's done a really good job yeah. at Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, he has. Yeah, and, I I think Missouri probably should have been a little bit more patient with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree, hundred percent. It's Missouri. It's a tough place to go into and win. Look, look, Kentucky struggled early, mightily with Mark Stoops, and now look. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, mean, I but I would t- I, I will ask you this real quick. I know you said Mark Stoops earlier, Jonathan, about him being safe. What if he goes in and has a has, has a regress season? No, nah, he's Wait. safe. He's safe. Man. Okay. I, I do because that dude has brought – let me tell you something. The amount of attention he's brought to Kentucky is unmatched. Like, I can't name, name the last coach to bring – you got to realize when he took over Kentucky, they were bottom feeders, bottom, bottom. Like, I don't think anybody in here expects Kentucky to contend for a national championship. Right. But for yeah. them to like consistently win seven, eight, and then some of the nine games, but producing NFL talent at the quarterback position, come on. Like, but I agree with you on the slight ex- extent, except because of this. I mean, bro, they he has benefited from a lot of coaches being fired in this oh, league. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not saying I'm not taking that away from him, but I'm just saying like, Yes, I like Stoops, but I just – I don't know. I like him at Kentucky. Yeah, exactly. Like That's I was, what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know about any – like, if I was another Power 5 school, would I be jumping to get him? If I'm a Utah, yes. Like, say Kyle Whittingham leaves Utah. Because it, yeah. it fits his style. Like, you won't bring – you won't bring in Mark Stoops to win a national championship. You're going to bring in Mark Stoops to have a consistent program – and it's going to bring you in money when you need money. And he's going to bring in decent recruits. He's going to have good development going on because we all know he develops the offensive line. 
even though Alabama just took their offensive line coach, Eric Wolford. But, you know, that's – you know, he reminds me a lot of Bill Snyder. Yeah. These guys, you know, Gary Patterson. You know, they're not going to win national championships, essentially. Like, they're just – they're there to be consistent. You know what you're getting out of these guys. You know what you're getting of Mark Stoops. Yeah. And I would agree, too. But, like I said, I still think Florida and Tennessee being down has propelled him a lot. So, but, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I, I agree with that. And, you know, there's going to be a rotation. Every, you know, LSU's been down, right? Yeah. Like, they're just, there's this rotation. You know, at one point Ole Miss was down for two years and Mississippi State's been down, it seems like, forever. Yeah. Um, mentioning, by the way, African-American coaches, one of my favorite coaches I followed was Mississippi State, Sylvester Croom. Pretty sure yeah. everybody knows who that yeah. is. Yeah, man. But, but yeah, man. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Interesting years, huh? Over at Mississippi State. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I'm just looking forward to the season, man. I'm just counting down the days, man. Yeah, yeah. I look more yeah. sad making videos every day on YouTube. I'm like, because I know I'm like, <laughs> man, I wish we'd get here already. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. What did you already um? What, uh, real quick, Jonathan. My bad, Larry. God, well, that's. Go ahead, questions. bro. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, um, have you already kind of did your preview for Alabama, or it's coming? No, I haven't done that yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until uh Malik Bennett decides if he's coming to Alabama or not. So gotcha. uh because Malik Bennett would be eligible immediately, essentially. Uh I believe he'll come in this season and be eligible. I'll have to go do a little bit more research on that because he's a weird case. He, he's not a typical yeah. case. Uh I don't think it's gonna affect that much, but mm-hmm. Alabama, in my opinion, is in like I'm not being biased here. Alabama reminds me a lot of Georgia last year, as in like they're they're at the at the peak of what this class is going to look like with Will Anderson, Dallas Turner lined up, and you know Jordan Battle at safety. You know, a lot of these guys are leaving, man. Bryce Young, even Tyler That's what I'm about Harrell, to say, dude. I'm gonna say this: <laughs> I am a Bryce Young fanboy, dude. Me too. I don't care what, don't care what nobody says, and. Bro, that dude is sick. <laughs> He's a baller. Did what do you guys think about Walter Camp, the preseason All American list coming out, and they put Caleb Williams over CJ Stroud? Mm. CJ yeah. didn't even make the team. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I have I gotta check out the list, but um, now I, I like CJ. I think um, you know, the top I got Bryce, CJ. Then I got AR, then Will Levis. Um, that's my top four quarterbacks uh, in, in in that order. But um, I was telling my uh, Georgia fans and my brother them uh, about how uh, Gibbs is the best running back in the SEC right now. Like, ooh, ooh, I disagree there. You think Georgia running back is better than him? No, I think Tank Bigsby's the best running back in that. Oh, yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah, I forgot. But, but yeah. there's a but behind it. <laughs> Thank you. I, think, I was about to say, I think you're right, Jonathan, by far to me. I love Tank. But Alabama and versus Auburn's offensive line, is that – because well, you could be the best running back. But if your line ain't doing shit, then it don't matter. <laughs> well, I'm talking about the best running back. I'm not talking about the best running back on the better team. I'm looking at but skill, what he brings. I think that makes a team. difference, though. 
No, no. I, okay, if you put on if you put Tank Bigsby on, on Alabama, dude, I think he's better than Gibbs. Now Gibbs is a I just, oh, oh, because oh, he, here's why. Oh, Gibbs is look what he brings out of the backfield catching the ball is unreal, right? I think almost everybody can agree with that. Uh, same what he did at Georgia Tech, but when you look at pure standpoint, how he's going to sustain an entire season in the SEC taking hits being that size, you got a lot to prove, <laughs> in my opinion. But I would say this then if that's the case at Alabama, you normally run two running backs, multiple running backs back there, so he's not going to be the like you guys are really good at kind of bringing in guys and in and out. So, you know, yeah. he's going to have somebody else there with him. So I would say, I think he'll be just fine with that line and the other back there. Cause yeah. you still got, um, we got uh, a lot of running backs, Yeah, we're loaded, we're loaded <laughs> but that's the problem. That's the problem. I think he could have is that you, you know what I mean? Like you, it's, it's, he could be a great running back, but the problem you could run into is the guy behind you could be just as good. Right. So the, the the reps are split. So at the end of the day, when it comes down to the end of the season, who looks better? Trent Richardson looked amazing playing with Mark Ingram. Look what happened to that dude when he went to the NFL. <laughs> that's the I mean? whole different. But that's that's a different though, because you're it's a whole different system, scheme, coach. Well, like yeah, of course. You know that's you can't really okay. judge a guy of what he does in the NFL because it's not purely based on his skill. It no, is I based on I understand of, that. Yeah, what I'm, I understand that, but you think Jameer Gibbs is running a similar style offense going from Georgia Tech to Alabama? No, it's not even close. He already talked about it. It's completely yeah. different. He's learning, you know what I mean, a lot. He's having to bring in a lot. And I'm not saying he's not better than Tank Bigsby because he could be. You know, yeah. cows could fucking fly tomorrow, as far as I'm yeah. aware of. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's the way I always try to uh, – give my videos as, uh, as an unbiased fan. It's like anything is possible, of course. You know, Spencer Rally can win a Heisman. You know what I mean? It just depends. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, it, but I'm saying, you know, crazier things have happened. So we've seen what happens in college football sometimes just get pretty wild. Uh, but if I'm looking at a, at a pure talent, I, I'm looking at Tank Bigsby. Hell, I'm even looking at Chris Rodriguez Jr. You know what I mean? Like, he's a dog. Dude, there's I'm telling you, there's a lot of overlooked guys, but because they're not splash guys, they're not, you know, catching out of the backfield and making 20 people miss. Nobody wants to talk about them. Yeah. I just think that Jameer at Alabama is as good as anybody in the country. Right. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, I need to and see I'm it. adding the Alabama factor in there. So and then you add in a guy like Bryce Young with what they do in that system where running RPOs, you don't know who the hell has the ball. Like, I, I just think that it's – I think the system is going to fit his style very well. <laughs> very so, well. we're going to come back to this in, we'll say, five, six months. And don't be surprised when Jason McClellan's getting the majority of the carries. Yeah. And that's fine, but it would be because, too, Jameer, like you said, he's still learning the offense. It wouldn't yeah. be because he's not a skilled guy. It would be because he's still no, trying no. to get used to what's going on over there, right? I would yeah, no, hope Jace would push him because he's what, – what is he? Uh, Jace, he's a redshirt sophomore? sophomore, him and Roy Dell Williams. Yeah, yeah, we are so – I'm telling you guys, we're so deep at running back. That's the problem yeah. is you could get lost into that. Yeah, but you're, you're really going to – and that's why I say, though, 
a guy like Jameer Gibbs who can get you that that speed. That's one thing that he will be able to hold over most oh, yeah. of those guys where you're going to give him the ball and the, the pockets and the holes that your line is going to create. This dude is going to give you 10 yards if you give him any space just like that. And, and that's where he's going to excel probably better than maybe it, it, I'll tell you this. If it comes to you guys have to run in between the tackles, right. Then yes, I would agree. Like he might, he might have an issue, but if it's where you guys are able to push the line and create space for him, and he gets to the outside, then he's going to, I just, ugh, that dude's our, sick. If our offense, if our offensive line looks, Anything like last year, Jamar Gibbs will be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. y'all really been struggling. <laughs> so, we'll, we would need uh, Jason McClellan. We would need a Roydell Williams-style player. Uh, Trey yeah. Sanders is another one that people forget about. He was a five-star. Like, And we bring in Emmanuel oh, Henderson. We know Trey Sanders at Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Emmanuel <laughs> Henderson's being massively overlooked. You know what I mean? So, And, yeah. and he's just as fast as Jamar Gibbs, and he's yeah. literally – does exactly what he does. He's 185 pounds, catches the ball in the backfield. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's why yeah. when you go to Alabama, you you ain't a five-star no more. <laughs> no. Another player. <laughs> you got to earn your spot. Yeah. So, like, ask a giant hall. Thought he was yeah. going to walk in and just take somebody's cookies. No, everybody's big dog on campus there. Right. For sure. Well, I'm gonna wrap this thing up, man. We've been on here for um, for a minute now, man. Almost three hours, almost one o'clock in the morning, man. So, yeah, I'll tell everybody where y'all they they can find you guys at, man. And um, it's been a great conversation, man. Great college football talk tonight, man. It's great, man. We talked we talked about a lot, talked about a lot of things, man. Um, tell everybody where they can find you guys at, man. Tim, let you start. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you guys can find us talking sauce and uh, we're on every major platform. So just T A L K N S A U C E D talking sauce. And uh, yeah, we appreciate. Thank you, Larry, for having me on. For sure, man. Anytime, man. I, um... College football with Jonathan Lewis on YouTube at college FB Lewis on Twitter. That's gotcha. it. And you follow me at uh, 91 Smoke Smoke Screen Podcast and the Aftermath Podcast. Yeah. Dope, dope, man. Follow me again, your host, um, Larry Gator 55 on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Um, that's been another episode for the love of the game. I appreciate you guys. Oh, yeah. Appreciate the invite. Appreciate you, bro. All right, bro. All right. Cain, big homie, what it is? I'm taking a rap straight up for these nigga. Now, everybody wanna be the king of the South when they ain't running the damn thing, but they mouth no doubt. It's all good. Y'all just stay in y'all opinion. But in the South and in the hood, it's understood. Without saying it's a given. And then cause of what I'm doing for a living. It's more because of what I do and how I'm living. Not to mention when I'm rapping, I'm just heard niggas feeling. And still chilling on Simpson and Center Hillin'. Made provisions for the click and continue keeping it pimping. Well, the crack was in the house. House, the record sale through the ceiling So say what you want and do what you please But for fun, I shoot 22 from your shoe to your knee I run a record label and a crew of G's So niggas are coming, look for you if a sneeze Or even breathe the wrong way You better do 
can be easy, else it'll be a long day. Okay. Bank rolls in the pockets of my jeans. Okay. Your pussy niggas couldn't see me in your Like I'll tank, can't tell me nothing about stacking these bitches. 